Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We're All Crossing with your host, Sam. And Lena. Woo! It's Sunday, fun day. Sunday, fun day. <laughs> oh, no, you're not having fun. What are you doing on your island, Lena? What do you mean? I mean, okay, you're saying not having fun. Yes, I'm still grinding for Nook Miles. For the record, Tangy and Flora have not decided to leave yet, so I gotta get those Nook Mile tickets. The grind is real. Honestly, the grind is real. I have to catch my fish. Can you have too much Nook Miles? Never. Never? Why? You can... Because, you know, Nook Miles are endless. Are they? I say this, but but Nook is probably like, haha, sick. What about you? What are you doing? I'm talking to my new cranky villager, Elvis. Ooh, make sure to give him presents so he gives oh, you the last reaction. You already know. He's he's literally he's got a line of presents just waiting for him. And he probably <laughs> wow. thinks all my presents are trash because his whole Oof. like house is it's filled he lives like a king. It's filled with gold and marble. Is it really? Yeah, do you wanna see? Like here, hold up. Oh yeah, let me see. Let me, I just I just gave him his gift. I'm swimming for, uh-huh. Which, uh huh. Which uh, the strat is literally just give fossils. But like, look at oh, this. Oh yeah, if you give them. Oh wow, he has the golden throne, and he. Oh wow, yeah, that is fancy. Oh, he even has the golden tomb. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He will live and die like a king. He literally lives like a king. Huh. So pop off. Yeah. Pro strat, you can give them, uh, if you give them those huge, large fossils, they'll never display it in their house, but it gives them bonus points. So, yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah, that's that's the strat. I've also heard if you give them, uh, I know some people do the iron wall lamp because it never goes up in their house. And because it's crafted, like, they're super like, oh, my God, you made this? Yeah, uh, for that. I should make that. Mm-hmm. You can make a gajillion of those. That's, you heard it here for, first, everyone. <laughs> Pro strats. You want to get that uh, album, the photo? Don't worry about it, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm out here with my pro Animal Crossing skills, Tetris skills, sewing skills. What else? <laughs> you know, Lena, speaking mm-hmm. of skills, that sounds very mm. applicable to <laughs> our dish for the evening. Wow, Sam really served a great appetizer of, um, dang it, I forgot what, what is the word called? What were you trying to do? Not crossover, what's the word? I don't, what are you trying to say? I don't know. <laughs> you know when you, oh, transition. That was a very, that was oh, a very my. nice appetizer <laughs> transition. <laughs> a segue? <laughs> segue, there you go. It's a very delicious, uh, antipasti of, uh, transition. I don't know where <laughs> we're going with this. Lena, do you want to tell everyone what the topics are tonight? So the topic for tonight is jobs. We're gonna talk oh, about no. you know, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about working from home, working from life, working for money. Man, we're just talking <laughs> about that J O B. Definitely, absolutely. You know, uh, Sam and I have jobs, and we're working from home. 
which I mean, to start off with, how do you feel about working from home? Do you like it? Do you hate it? I hated it at first. Um, I miss being in the office, but I'm mm-hmm. now like Same. it's over a year. I've gotten used to it at this point. You're like, what else? Well, yeah, because it's like, you know, at a certain point, you're like, okay, we're in this for the long haul. And then at that point, that's I mean, yeah. when you kind of change your mindset. And like for me, I did created like a dedicated work space and mm-hmm. uh, yes he did it, yes he did his own little office yeah in my apartment so it's like you know when you do things like that it makes your quality of life like working from home a lot better and you're like more productive and stuff like that so oh well yeah especially like his is in like this like kind of biggish closet which is nice because if you think about it when you're done you can just close the door and you're like that's it yeah exactly away from my life mm-hmm. yeah like when i first started literally my desk was like next to my bed and it was that is not ergonomic no i mean and it also just kind of sucks because it's like you wake up and then you immediately mentally or no like mentally ergonomic it's not because the desk is just like work is staring at you yeah like i would wake up and i out of bed straight to work well now like it's at the other side of my apartment like i wake up (laughs) and it's like all right Let's make some breakfast. Let's get some water. Let's get into the mm-hmm. office. Like, let's call Lena. Yes. Let's tell Lena to wake up. Yeah. And then let's go to the office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, what about you, Lena? How are, how are you liking working from home? Well, so the thing is, so my job, uh, the basicness of my job is I run a sewing team. So not being in the office actually doesn't work because no one is sewing so pretty much the beginning from so the beginning of the thingy i wasn't technically working like i i just was at home and for the first few months i was like okay this is fine whatever but then eventually i moved towards more digital stuff um and you know to stuff so now i am actually doing real work from home and it's okay but if i'm being honest i miss the i do miss commuting commuting sucks but i do miss being able to go into work and seeing my friends and my sewing ladies and like i miss seeing people like physically like even like just doing it on zoom or like on microsoft teams i don't like it honestly it exhausts me and i want to keep my camera off all the time yeah but um I mean, I'm kind of used to it, but I'm still kind of like, also, I'm ready to go back. Once it, once it's 100% safe, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean, it. that's like a, that's a whole other topic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, we can start off maybe like super base level of like jobs. Like, for example, Sam, what was your first job ever? When did you get your first job? How did you get your first job? You know, why did you get a job? Question. <laughs> I, I know you know what my first job was. Do you? Do you know how old I was when I got my first job? I'm going to guess 17? That was something like that. It was like 17. I think I just turned Uh 18 uh, because I was still a senior in high school. So my first job is at Walt. Wait, random. Did you graduate? You graduated at 18 or graduated at 17? I graduated at 18. Yeah, because... Oh, yeah, you're, you're also close... So our birthdays are at the very beginning of the year. So the way it works Literally out. Literally two weeks apart. Yeah. So the way it works out, right? Like, I think with us, we're mm-hmm. older for our school or our yes. school, uh, whatever year or whatever. While we're not like, you know what I mean? Like we're in the older end yeah. r- rather than like the younger end. Because depending yeah. on when you were born, 
determines on when you start school, essentially. So it's mm-hmm. like at the yes, I think it's the cutoff is like what August or something. So like after August, you'd go the year after. Uh, in the county that I live in, it's like December third or something like that. So like I have a friend that's born in the same year as me, but she was put in the grade under me. Yeah, because, because she was, of her birthday. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be like that sometimes. It really do. But anyway, go on. So your first job. Yeah. So my first job was at Walgreens. Okay. And, uh, yeah, like, how I got it. Okay, so I wanted to get a job when I was in high school. So in high school, there's there's a class that you could take. Uh, and I oh, feel like yes. most uh, high schools have experience? this. Yeah, and it's just called work experience. And I wanted that class because it's, it's senioritis. Like, you only have to go to school <laughs> for half the day. Like Half the day? I didn't get... Oh, well, if you had enough credits, you could go half the day, but I didn't do that. Yeah, I only had to go. If you have work experience, the way it works <laughs> is uh, you only have to go to school half the day and the other half is for working. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes, that's right. But the thing is, is, you know, I would only really work on weekends. And so this is the thing, too. Uh-huh. Okay. I w- so you lie. No, wait. So, <laughs> no, I didn't lie. You don't have to lie. They just said you have to have a job. Ew. So, um, what's it called? This is the thing. I remember mm-hmm. signing up for classes, and then I found out about uh-huh. work experience. And, uh, what's it called? My uncle's girlfriend, uh, she uh-huh. was, like, a manager at, at Walgreens. And so, uh-huh. she was just like, yeah, I could probably... Uh, help you get a job there and I was just like sick and so I remember (laughs) you're like got the foot in the door we let's go yeah and so I remember like going uh to my counselor's office and straight up I was just Mm -hmm. like hey I want to switch into work experience and they're like you can only go in here if you have a job and at that point you were like well guess what I have one. Oh, yeah. At that point, nothing was set in stone. I, like, Uh submitted my application. I didn't have an interview. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, nothing was set. And I was like, I have a job. Don't even worry about it. And (laughs) they put me in the class. And she's she's probably looking at you like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And literally, they put me in the class. And I remember, uh, and the way that that class worked, I actually liked that because... Uh, you had to like do stuff for taxes and stuff like that. Like, you'd sure. have to the actual class. You'd have to get there at like, I think seven a.m. or six a.m. Like, you'd have to get to school oh, an God. hour before, and you had to do that once a month. Um, oh my God! And I say, oh my God, as if I didn't wake up and go to band practice at seven in the morning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can't even think. You can't fathom doing that now. But like, oh, oh of course, oh, <laughs> never, never. No, yeah. But I remember the first day, uh, the teacher was just like, all right, where do you work? And I'm like, I'm working on it, but I, it's at Walgreens. Uh, I'm, st- <laughs> I, you know, we're still trying to fill out the paperwork and everything. They were like, okay. You were okay. like, it's a work in progress. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually, uh, like a week later, I was given mm-hmm. the job. I aced the interview. Um, wow. Which I don't think it's that hard. It It's... At least for retail, I don't think it's that crazy because it's just like, you know. I mean, no, it depends on the retail job. Like, I feel like the interview I did for Uniqlo, which was my second job, was a bit more like they wanted you to be like extra whatever. But I think that was just the culture of Uniqlo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. especially, too, because 
they were very peculiar and because i think san francisco was like the first west coast branch that they ever had right like san francisco well i mean so for uniqlo i mean i can get into it but basically uniqlo opened on the west coast they opened the first uh big branch they opened a flagship in downtown and the store ended up opening that was their first step at expansion they opened up like 13 stores at the same time so this was like huge for them yeah yeah uh, but I'd also say it's the culture because, like, a lot of the higher-ups are uh, Japanese, so they really put in that kind of, like, mindset of, like, perfect and, like, yeah, it was very that. Mm-hmm. But, no, yeah. But go on. I was going to say, that was, that was my first job was working at Walgreens, and mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty glad I got that experience at such a young age. Like, like I worked a good amount in high school, all throughout high school, um, uh-huh. my whole senior year. And like the whole senior year, wow. Yeah, because I I pretty much got it at the beginning of my senior year and I worked throughout uh-huh. all of my senior year. Um and you know, it wasn't too bad. I think I only worked like three days of the week, something like that. Uh-huh. It would be two or three days and legit Oh, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. And I think it was a good time to experience like working holidays and working oh. weekends and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. But, uh... Lena, how about you? Mm-hmm. What was your first job? How did you get that? Well, speaking of holidays, so my first job was at Hallmark, actually. Hallmark. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. So, uh, so the job... I didn't get a job until I was actually in college. So my parents are very like traditional Mexican in the aspect of that they're like education first job second so some of my like I did want a job my senior year like I remember telling my mom I was like oh you know I'd like to do something because I had a friend uh she worked at McDonald's the one that was literally across the street from the high school and like she had a job and I kind of wanted one but my mom was just like nope focus on your studies focus on your studies so finally when I got into um when I got into college right at the end of my freshman year mm-hmm. um I did end up getting a job so it's at the local mall they had their own hallmark the interview was very oh I broke my net the interview was fairly easy nothing crazy um the lady was very sweet and stuff but yeah it was fine i did part-time because oh legit i would um i would always work at night times and on the weekends so what it would be like i'd go to my classes early in the daytime uh come back home rest a little bit have my dinner and then go and close the store yeah and stuff and it was fine but let me tell you hallmark when you're saying holidays let me tell you oh i hallmark's, bet hallmark's holidays wild, i guess you can say their i mean their main holiday is of course christmas their christmas runs from about april march actually from march to january 1st right after like that that's christmas because they have uh they have their ornaments so their keepsake ornaments um which occur in july you can get christmas in july at hallmark um so there's so much of that yeah and then during christmas time it's like intense like the ornaments are crazy really quick do you acknowledge christmas in july do i just as a just as i just me yeah um no i don't as a person who likes decorating and celebrating holidays no i don't but would as someone e- who worked at hallmark for about two years yes it was a would you acknowledge <laughs> halloween in july oh i acknowledge halloween every single day of my life as i stand here in my animal crossing uh halloween themed restaurant in my island wow <laughs> that's called <laughs> dedication yeah you're not messing around also you know i'm hitting these rocks is there a new animation when your thing's about to die? Your uh, shovel? Because, 
because he he looks sweaty now like he looks worried he looks sweaty. He looks sweaty, sweaty and worried like the last three hits i just did i don't think so. oh my god i think your your villager needs to go to the hospital i have no idea what's wrong with him but um yeah no dude like you don't even know yeah he like when it comes to he looks sweaty <laughs> you're like you're like little buddy hold on yeah i don't know okay uh, sorry no dude no holidays like especially for the ornaments can you imagine spending a thousand even two thousand dollars on christmas ornaments and not even open them what do you mean who what do you mean they so a lot of the people that collect the ornaments they don't use them for their christmas trees they buy like up to it like i remember one of the best buyers uh she would buy like up to two thousand dollars worth of ornaments a year because she would buy all the disney and the peanuts and mind you they're not cheap the average ornament price i think is about fifteen dollars at hallmark 15 could you imagine 15 dollars so but they go up high from there there's 50 dollar ornaments there's even 100 dollar ornaments they're wild but there's people that are dedicated to buying them i'm not joking i mean so they just collect them right yeah they just collect them so, so it's they just legit, a like i remember my, basically like i remember my boss when she was first explaining to me the christmas stuff i ended up being the go-to ornament girl like i would always build the wall the ornament wall and i'd hang it up and everything i always thought it was very fun because i like that stuff and she was like i know you'd like this decorative uh stuff so i was like yay (laughs) but yeah no people legit would do that she's like could you believe that And i'm like honestly who has the income to do that but also to be fair i also buy ornaments (laughs) i got hooked on that i collect well because yeah they come out with series of ornaments so this year they already got you they got you oh they got me they got me girl they got me yeah, no, one of the series that I was collecting was the Mickey Mickey movie Mouster pieces. So it's like a Mickey from like a significant cartoon of his. Uh, and this year's is the last one, so I have to buy it. Uh, but Do you have all the other really ones? cool gaming ones. Hmm? Do you have all of them? Yep. Of that series? Yep. There was 10 in total. And this year's is the final 10th one. Yep. Uh, some of those, dude, some of those collections go, like, I know there's one that I think they're called Frost Buddies, which are usually themed like, Frost I don't think, Frost they call them Eskimos, but that's racist, and I don't believe that's correct. But they're just, like, you know, indigenous people. And then there's, like, snowmen and, like, seals, and they just do cute stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. That one has, like, 30 of them, and people collect them. Can you imagine having 30? And each one of those is, like, $20 a pop. Jesus. Like, it's wild. Yeah, it's wild. People spend a lot of money on ornaments. Anyway, but I would say the the craziest holidays, if I'm being honest, for Hallmark is, number one, is um, Christmas. Number two valentine's day and number three i would say is actually mother's day yeah i because everyone because they sell trinkets and stuff and of course you go in and try and buy your valentine and or mother a thing yep nothing says uh i love you like trying to buy a last minute hallmark card right (laughs) oh my god dude when you say that no, like, I remember, they like, I'd have people get mad at me right after, like, when it was, like, after Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or, like, close to it, like, as it got closer, because there would be these people, mainly guys, if I'm being honest, they would come in, try and buy a card or something, and they'd be like, is this all you have? And I'm like, dude, it's, like, two days before the thing, and we're like, yeah, that's all we have. No, some people are really on top of it and buy cards, like, hella, hella early on. Like, I'm not joking. Yeah. Hallmark was very interesting. I loved it. It was pretty chill, though. Nothing crazy ever happened. Like, it was pretty fun. And I enjoyed the ornament stuff mm-hmm. so yeah you know um but as i was like you know telling those stories it reminds me so jobs can always give you you know 
interesting stories to tell throughout your throughout your career. You know, whether it's with coworkers, whether it's with customers. You know, working in retail life. Uh, do you have any like fun, you know, stories or anything, anything wild or crazy? I actually have a a couple stories. They're pretty short, but okay. so okay. So I'm, give me give me a few little anecdotes. So this is the thing of the work life. So uh, they're both from Walgreens because it's my first job, okay. and. Mm-hmm. I was either, I I think I was either 18. No, because the way the school year <laughs> ends. So I was going to be turning 18 because I wasn't 18 when I started Walgreens. I remember. Okay. So, okay. so this is, this is, <laughs> this is part one of the story. So, okay. I remember, uh, I was working at Walgreens when I was 17 because mm-hmm. most Walgreens in San Francisco, this is not the yeah. case, but oh, all Walgreens sell cigarettes. And uh-huh. yeah, Walgreens true. and specifically in San Francisco just don't. Uh, I don't know why mm-hmm. there's some, maybe there's something with the city or something. Um, Probably. Uh, yeah. But like I remember um, I would work the front register all the time and that's where all the cigarettes uh-huh. are. So whenever someone wanted to buy cigarettes, I had to call an adult <laughs> Cause I'm a I'm a fucking like, child. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like <laughs> I can't sell cigarettes. And so right. I remember when I turned eighteen, I was like, All right, I can sell cigarettes and you know I'm You're like, look at the big man in the house. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Look at that, I don't need to call no one else no more to try to, you know, <laughs> like sell He's the all cigarettes. Grown up. Yeah. And I remember watching the video, the training video and they're like <laughs> was it like a cheesy training video they're all cheesy <laughs> i don't oh, like of course. of course they always are they always are yeah there's no way to they're just all cheesy yeah. so you know but see tell me why when you say that i think of you know the spongebob one is like you you there would you like to build a crab i could imagine the same thing just be like hey you you want to sell a cigarette yeah literally <laughs> let's show you it's like someone <laughs> dressed up in the whole they got the walgreens polo and everything they walk into frame uh-huh. they're like oh hey hey you there i'm gonna show you yeah. like whatever whatever <laughs> and i'm just like oh my god or could you imagine it's also like a cigarette comes out hi do you want to sell me we'll show you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but okay so i i remember uh-huh. um doing it and i remember the main takeaway was to not sell to to minors or anything like that I right mean, yeah. so uh, no yes. but the main the main rule was uh-huh. if someone doesn't look older than 40 card them uh-huh. and so i was okay so i was like all right that's a good safe bet and you know i'm a child i'm realizing okay. i feel now <laughs> as a as an <laughs> adult i uh-huh. feel like i can accurately gauge like whether someone's 40 or not and so i remember now now in comparison to them yes and i remember okay. the first time Fair. someone came up <laughs> and it was it was this older lady she 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 comes uh-huh. up and oh my god i'm uh-huh. i also i'm so good at guessing people's cigarettes by the way just because of working okay. that job and so she, wow what a what a skill yeah so i remember i believe um she came up she asked for a pack i'm trying to remember what she asked for i i think it was virginia slims that's what she uh-huh. wanted um so she's just like can I have a pack of that and i looked at her i'm gonna be real uh-huh. she was probably 45 50 but in my head okay. 
I remember at the, at that age, I thought she was like, I was like, you know, she's probably 35, 36. Like, she's clearly uh-huh. not 17. But I was just like, so uh-huh. in my head, I'm just like, I don't know if she's over 40, though. I was like, she could be 30, and I wouldn't be surprised. Uh-huh. And, but, so, I, yeah. so I was like, I got to follow the rule. It, I was like, she doesn't look over 40. So I, I uh-huh. card her, and I say, um... Hi, I was like, so I'm just, this is my first time doing this. Uh, I need to card you. Do you mind if I ask, or do you yeah. mind if you show me your ID? And literally yeah. she's like, oh my God, honey, you made my day asking. <laughs> she's just like, of course I can show you my ID. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. She was so funny. I was so embarrassed. I was just like, oh my fucking God. I was just uh-huh. like, of course she's like even now thinking about it because in my head i was just like i was like yeah Yeah. she's in her 30s for sure she's definitely not Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's she's definitely not uh uh, what's it called under 18 so i always think about that like i totally it's just like oh yeah she's she's probably (laughs) under 40 i'm gonna card her and i totally made her day wow good job on making her day yeah i would say some people would be pissed when i like i was still 17 like Uh they'd be like why the fuck are you on the front register huh if you can't (laughs) sell cigarettes what's the point of having oh well yeah because some people ain't got no time for that shit Mm -hmm. yeah like they would hate that i would have to call someone but you know that that, those were few and far between because the majority Mm -hmm. of people when i'm like hey i'm sorry i'm 17 i I can't do this yeah a lot of a lot of them probably like oh sweetheart don't worry well a lot of them were like oh they're like you're working and you're not even 18 yet they're like i respect that and they're like no problem just call someone like that that Mm -hmm. was the majority of the the things i got yeah because like people would be like okay that's fine um Mm -hmm. but that's i would say that's the main story the uh-huh. an, another mini story. <laughs> that's very cute. That's like I'll say really quickly. Uh huh. It's I remember I was, I was just working in the back with my manager, and okay. again I'm young as hell, and I don't really uh-huh. like hang out with adults or anything. So this you know like of course because I mean as a child you should not hang out with adults. Yeah, pretty much. But like you know? you know when you work at retail like you hang out with like pretty all your coworkers are usually like usually pretty vastly different in age and Uh um i remember i was like stalking stuff with my manager and he made an anime reference or something like that and it (laughs) blew my mind because i was just like you watch anime and he's and he's just like yeah dude i know all oh could you imagine if he had glasses and he turned around and gling and he did the you know the gleam with the glass he's like of course that show would have been funny as hell yeah he made like a naruto reference or something like that i was just like (laughs) what and he's just like you gotta hide your power levels dude he's just like oh my god and sam tells me that all the time i i definitely take that from him because i agree i never would have guessed and he and like now from that i agree where i'm like you gotta hide the power levels all right no you gotta go bigger go home even go bigger than going that oh my god mm-hmm. but yeah that mm-hmm. that moment i remember forever stuck with me like now as an older person i'm more like yeah people do whatever like, they oh, want you know what i mean yeah but uh as a kid that blew my mind because i was just like an adult <laughs> that watches anime 
You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Lena? Do you have any work-related stories? Work-related stories. So, Hallmark didn't have too many, aside from just, again, as I've said, I'm just like the craziness of Christmas. Christmas? Uh, but I would say, I would say most of Christmas, I hardly know her. Um, but, <laughs> but to me, I would say most of my stories come from my second job. So my second job, I worked at Uniqlo, as I mentioned a little bit before earlier, was uh, I helped open a store. I worked for Uniqlo for five years, five years, basically to the date before I left to what I'm working at now. But like, like, so I started off as a regular associate. I eventually worked myself up into a division advisor, which is like a super, like a mini supervisor, I guess you could say, like, you know, or like a team leader kind of position, then an actual supervisor. Um, and the thing is, um, I will say as a, as a supervisor, I was always very, uh, some people might claim I was scary <laughs> because oh. I ruled with an iron fist. Lena, we would yeah. not have gone along. Oh no, we would not have. I would, I would have made you, you know, do certain cleaning or folding. You would have, you would have been put to the test. <laughs> Oof. Are you fishing? I am fishing, but continue. Um, but what's it? It's cause I'm looking at Sam and he's putting his switch up to his ear. I feel like that's his, like, zen way of fishing. Ring, 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 ring. Hello, fish. Hello. Oh, it's you, Mr. Black Bass. And back <laughs> to the waters you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like, I hate this. Okay. But, yeah. So, my thing is, um, working through there and managing people and stuff like that, like, you know, some some of my, uh, some of my associates... But we're at the brightest bulbs in the, out there, I'll tell you that. Some of them are really great. Some of them are super fun. And some of them are, like, uh, really great friends of mine or whatever. But some of them, you know, they just whatever. And, like, I can think of, like, two always at the top of my head. So one of them is, like, one was there was a girl. And she had a burrito. And, you know, burritos are come in tinfoil. I remember being in the break room. And she puts the burrito in the microwave to warm it up with the tinfoil on. Whoa, okay? whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. What? I know. I, I don't know anyone that would put aluminum foil in the microwave. I know. I know. <laughs> so the store like, Sam, burnt down. No. So literally, like, I didn't even notice it at first. Like, I was I was having my lunch, so it was fine. It, that thing only went for two seconds before you heard, like, a noise from the microwave. I looked up and I said, oh, my God turn that off right now and she like like she blasted she like rubbed it open and she was like why what's wrong and i'm like you cannot put tinfoil the store will blow up and she was like well i'm trying to heat my burrito like what do you want me to do and i literally was like we have plates in the cabinet put it on a plate and then she looked at me kind of like she was like the whole rest of the day she was so annoyed with me but literally everyone else in the break room was like trying not to laugh because they were like what the fuck like why would you do that it would have blew up that's a big oof. Yeah, you just, you you cannot like you cannot excuse that, you know. PSA for uh, everyone my at favorite... home, please do not yeah. microwave aluminum foil. Yes, please do not. You will literally Don't throw cause an explosion. any metal inside the microwave. Or a peep, or a marshmallow peep, or a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Please don't put them in your microwave. Yeah. Microwavable um, safe things only, please. Yes, please 100%. But any hoot, the thing that, oh, hello, Pancho. So the thing is, the best one that I can think of is, um, I remember this, this, this still makes me laugh to this day is, 
to this day. Um, I was in the break room to this day. So I remember uh, there was this one girl, this other girl, which she was kind of like a, she was like a seasonal worker before she left. And so I remember being in the break room and we're at this table, right? It was like a long table and like I'm sitting, I'm sitting on one side, someone's to my left or no, someone's to my right. And then someone else is, you know, in front of that person. And then this girl was in front of me. Okay. So she wasn't the brightest bulb in the store. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> so the thing was, she she was eating lunch or whatever and i'm doing what i normally do when i have lunch with people that i don't talk to i usually just look at my phone if you want to chat with me you can chat with me but i won't chat with you basically so the thing is uh i have really great peripheral vision thanks to marching band so i could see her out of the corner out of the top parts of my eyeballs so i'm like looking at my phone and i'm minding my business and whatever so the thing is what she does is i see her I see her in front of me. She's like sitting down trying to get her lunch or whatever. So she had a bottle of kombucha and she knocked it down onto the floor and it was a glass bottle. It just made the worst sound in the universe. So I thought to myself, I said, she fucking broke this. I cannot believe it. Like, like it, it wouldn't put it past her. The type of girl she was like very clumsy and whatever. Right. Luckily it did not explode. So I don't drink kombucha, but I do understand that kombucha has is carbonated, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? Like when, like soda, it's, right? It is carbonated. Yeah, so it's carbonated. So the thing is, this girl drops this, and it sounds like a bomb going off. So mind you, that means the whole bottle is shooken up, okay? So we're just sitting there, and I still can see it clearly to this day. She opens the bottle of kombucha, and boom, it just sprays her in the face, just full-blown kombucha just spray in her face the thing that gets me to this day is you know the normal person would it starts spraying and they close it no she opened it and it just sprayed oh it just kept going she and mind you in that break room there's a sink she didn't think about getting up and putting it into the sink she didn't think about closing it nothing she just sprayed herself with kombucha so completely the whole bottle the whole bottle did she have to go home no i still okay so like i'm saying so i'm still looking at my phone like i don't want to look because if i look fully i'm just gonna laugh okay but i'm, I'm seeing this happen and i can see out of my other peripheral i can see the person sitting next so wait, to me just you're like, just ignoring just like- you're just literally <laughs> someone's it exploded with kombucha and you're just sitting there on your phone you're like don't look don't acknowledge it i was like i was like this is this is none of my business okay but all right so this girl sprays herself with a whole bottle of kombucha all right she she stands up and she does that thing of like you know when a kid pees themselves they like stand with their legs apart and they kind of like hold their arms like they stand in this weird (laughs) stance right so she's standing there no okay i had a little brother so that's why i'm like i understand like little kids that's what they do right so she's standing there just just all awkward and she looks at me because, mind you, I am the supervisor in the room. Everybody else were associates, and I was the supervisor. She looks at me, and she's like, I'm all wet. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like a child. <laughs> like a child. Like a child. Honestly, like a child. And I was just like, she was just like, what do I do? And I'm just like, I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, I have to be her mom. I have to be her mom. So I legit was just like, do you have a jacket in your like locker or whatever? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, so what you're going to do, use these paper towels, clean up the kombucha off the floor, off the chair and the table. And I told her, I was like, try and, you know, dry up your pants as much as you can. And then I told her, I was like, for your shirt, because her shirt got most of it. Her pants weren't too wet, but her shirt got most of it. So I told her, I was like, do you have a jacket? And she said, yeah. So I told her, I was like, all right, so what you're going to do is you're going to take your shirt off. You're going to wear your jacket as your shirt. It's fine. We'll keep you in the back so you don't have to, you know, be hella whatever. And that happened. Oh, my God. The break room smelled like kombucha for like two, three days. I swear to God, that shit still gets me. I don't understand why she didn't stop. (laughs) 
<laughs> Why she didn't stop? Why she didn't stop? I mean, oh, she wanted kombucha. My God. I mean, I just, I don't understand, you know? Uh, and one last mini story uh, from a customer standpoint thing was um, because I was supervisor, I have been able to do, th- you know, that thing where people go memes where someone's like, I want to talk to the manager. And you're like, I am the manager. Legit. I got to do that sometimes. I remember there was one lady that was complaining about some like return thing. She was trying to turn something that was stained. And she was just like, she was like, well, this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, okay, but this is our policy of this and this and this. Right. Yeah. And I was standing with my associate because I basically, if my associates on the register, they call for me and I stand with them and I support them. So I remember this lady's trying to give some big deal or whatever and uh, stuff. And then she's like, can I talk to your manager? And I'm like, and at that night, I was the manager of the night because I was the only one closing. And I was like, yes, I am the manager. She looked at me kind of like, like, just just like shock face for a second. And she was like, well, then is that all I could do? And I was like, yeah, that's it. We can't accept it. And I let her leave. And she was so pissed. <laughs> but yeah, I got to do that multiple times. Yeah, Knowing you, I know, I, I'm sure I, I, you were so happy. <laughs> well i mean it's, it's a power move it's a power move i will say oh i know <laughs> uh, but anywho 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 but enough about the enough about the past maybe let's let's if not an actual future i feel like the nice appropriate question is for when people talk about jobs sam what would be your ultimate dream job like if you could have any job in the entire universe like in comparison to what you have now like if this job isn't your dream job like what would be your true dream job i don't know why the way you saying it now i'm like whoa <laughs> ultimate dream job yeah. just travel the world and just like <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i mean i agree i would say something like be an instagram person where i just get a lot of money yeah but i mean like like something that you know how that stupid saying people are like oh you know if you love your job you'll never work a day in your life which is not true you'll still work very hard but like you know what i mean like something that you could like actually enjoy like i don't know if you enjoy your current job right now uh like i love my i love my job right now it's great but you know what would be like an like if no okay so just to give just to give context i make art Uh for video games so i okay i make things look pretty and i (laughs) love i love my job but my mm-hmm. ultimate dream job, honestly, that's such a, I, pfft, I, it's a <laughs> lot of things. It's like, uh-huh. I think the main thing is I would just like to contribute to like a project that I would really like love or be a part of. Like, a, I don't think I've ever really worked on like a really big title. So uh-huh. I think that'd be really cool. Yes. And okay. I don't know. It'd probably be a dream to work on like a franchise that I love. Like I love Kingdom Hearts, and to, to like yeah. work on a Kingdom Hearts game, I think would be so sick. I would. You cry. I, uh, you know, I tears would be flowing. Okay. <laughs> um, tears and joy. Tears and joy. But you know, like there's stuff like that where it's just like there's certain franchises where you're just kind of like man this like this stuff is magic and like this is stuff like Mm -hmm. if if i were to work on a mario game i'd be like that would be sick or a zelda game like you know what i mean like oh yeah of course because those are like you know especially because of your childhood you know what you grew up with these games too i think actually when you say that if i'm right there's a guy right wasn't there a guy who like wrote a letter about like how you could work for nintendo because if i'm right to work for like actual nintendo like their japanese branch where they develop the games it's very hard if you're not like 
actually Japanese or something like that. If you look this up, yeah, there was a guy who wrote a letter as a teen or something, I think to Nintendo of America saying, you know, I really love your games and this and this. And one day I want to whatever. When Breath of the Wild came out, if I remember correctly, people looked at the credits and that guy actually made his dream come true and he worked on that game wow. and he got it. And everyone, like, I remember this. Yeah, I don't remember the name of the guy. You go, y'all can look it up. But yeah, this guy literally was like, I'm going to one day do it. And he did it. Yeah, he did. Which it. is so nice. He manifested yeah. his dreams. And plus, dreams. Breath of the Wild is... I don't play Zelda games. Breath of the Wild, for what I played, it was amazing. <laughs> I don't play Zelda. I don't play Zelda games. That's the only one I've ever played. I haven't finished it, but I thought I think the game's really nice. And my brother, who is an obsessed Zelda fan, he loved it. So uh, I'm so glad that guy realized his dream job. So yeah, Sam, yeah. continue. Yeah, I would say honestly, those would all be contributors. The people, I feel like that's honestly that's one of the main reasons i love working in my field where it's just like the people are all so like everyone's so fucking talented everyone like everyone mm-hmm. like i feel like everyone just kind of pushes each I feel other like working a creative job that's what's really nice about it you know because like i did fashion design and now i work in like with a sewing team and stuff and you see all these people doing that you know in that creative field and you're just like everyone is so like cool and smart and amazing and their brains are like woof yeah it's great i love it yeah i love it yeah so i was gonna say like working with like a great team uh Mm -hmm. that would like help like that would contribute to like a dream job um Mm -hmm. because like i'm sure like you like i have a lot of people i look up to um and that are like Mm -hmm. you know i'm like oh my god these are like you know the gods or whatever the, of, of yeah. like my field uh mm-hmm. you know like the celebrities quote unquote oh of course yeah um or even you know honestly it would also probably be a dream just to like work on even like a little indie thing like just me mm-hmm. and like a few people and just doing our own thing i think would also be really oh yeah like, that'd be fun like i feel like my whole like in I don't have a set thing for it's like these like this 100% is the dream job is this very one right. specific job for me it's like right no it's so malleable and uh-huh. you know like it, it's not a one very specific thing it's more of just like all these other factors that like just kind of come together and like as long as I'm really happy to me it's a dream mm-hmm. job you know what I mean so i mean i feel like that's everyone's dream job right like you want to be happy doing that like of course yes you want money to survive in this capitalistic (laughs) state but you know like uh, no it's very much like you know how in interviews they're like why do you want this job i keep reading about people like they should take that question out of interviews because you know the answer is always like i need money to live (laughs) like partially in that but that is true yeah uh but yeah no i mean being happy about what you do in life because you know your job is a good amount of your life i'm like it's it's the dream you know yeah i mean i feel very fortunate to even get to work in games and like be a creative because mm-hmm. i don't know i mean there's other yeah, fields especially being a creative yeah. yeah i feel like being a creative is already hard in itself um mm-hmm. so 100 yeah it's something i think that's really fun but uh lena what about you do you have a dream job like what's your ultimate dream job my dream my ultimate dream job <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's not because I'm like, let's go into dreamscape, you know, my ultimate dream job for me, I would say, hmm, let me think, 
So the thing is, like, as a fashion designer, I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, wouldn't you have your own collection? I mean, like, if I had a super dream and whatever and said I'd make my own collection and stuff, yeah, I guess I would. Uh, I feel like my super dream of if I made my own collection, I'd love to make bridal wear. I love wedding dresses. Um, not saying that I want to be married. I don't like the idea of a marriage, but I would love you ever make your own weddings. wedding dress? No, it's bad luck. Who said that? <laughs> No, it's like a wives' tale. It's the same thing as like you're not supposed to see the bride before the wedding day, or like on the wedding day you're not supposed to see her before the church. That's a thing. And there's like a bunch of those like, uh, oh no, you're not supposed to see the bride in her wedding dress. Like the groom is not allowed to. I see know her. that that's, that's a thing. Luck. What happens if, if you do? You get bad luck. What's is you get bad luck? But like, does, the, it, does that entail bad luck specifically just for your marriage? Bad luck specifically only on you? So like, it could be in multiple factors. Oof. That, that's the worst kind of bad luck you don't even know <laughs> that's what i'm saying so why why would you risk it so yeah so i personally would not make my wedding dress uh i may possibly if i ever do choose to get married one day um i may design it like i may come up with a design and get it custom made but i will not actively have a hand in making it no i will not because um i'd maybe want my marriage to last thanks <laughs> maybe okay maybe hard maybe um okay. but yeah any hoot um so yeah i would love to make wedding dresses because the thing is i love weddings i think they're fun i think it's super like crazy and they say that also people spend so much money on wedding dresses so uh and you can go all out so just to be able to make you know any design sounds fabulous um that's that one but another one that i've mentioned a lot that i would love to be able to do and this falls in love with my dream of owning real estate or property uh, someday i would love to be able to like i know in japan they have some of these things but uh or like i know japan in like fashion stores and stuff like that like clothing stores they'll have shop girls where they kind of represent the brand so like a good one i can think of is like six percent doki doki the the people who work there dress the same as the store promote the store like their fashions are basically the lookbook of the store kind of yeah. so i'd love to own my own store and be like a shop girl to my own store but what i'd want the store to be is not just my designs like i'd love to be able to own a space in sf and have all like SF based fashion designers come and sell their goods. Cause so a lot like of people can't, you know, basically, like a lot of people don't sell their clothes aside from like maybe online and in custom orders and stuff. But wouldn't it be great? Because some people do like the aspect of going in, touching the clothes and, you know, whatever. Like, wouldn't it be fun to be able to finally be like, look, my dress is in a store and it'd be my store to just show off all these San Francisco designers. Like, I want people to be like, look, SF has fashion and like, yeah. So that would be for me, like, to be able to own my own store and have everyone show off their fashions. Oh, That sounds so nice because yeah. it sounds like also, like, giving back to the community. Yeah, definitely. Because as you said, it's really hard to be a creative. Like, if I'm being honest, like, my job right now that I have is honestly a dream. Uh, it's not exactly my dream. Like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't peg it as, like, my super dream job in the aspect of, like, you know how i want a store i want to make wedding dresses but it's a dream because it's so amazing and it's so fun and i'm just being creative in what i want to do so it is a dream to work at where what i'm doing now um but if i could i would love to do that because i'd love to be able to give other people the opportunity to show off their fashion because you know a lot of people are like why study fashion you'll never get anywhere and i'm like but you can be able to have it in a store like seeing your dress in like a storefront like i've never had that yeah but to be able to do that just sounds amazing you know honestly it does i feel like you would have the same right like you know what if you were able to see a video game and be like i made that game you know yeah like do like seeing that is just enough to fulfill someone so yeah if i could give someone else the opportunity to do that 
I would be very happy. Aww. <laughs> I feel like anytime I say something like sentimental, always Sam hits me with an aww. <laughs> yeah, why not? I don't know. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> you know. Uh I hope you I hope you had fun talking about jobs, Sam. I mean, for the record, I've only I actually think you and I had the same amount. I've only had three jobs in my life. How many you've had? Or two? I've you've had three. No, I've had three. Yeah, you have three. Yeah, we've had about the same. Um you know, even though it's, I haven't had many different jobs, all of them have taught me various things in life that, you know, I can apply in and out of a workplace setting. Yeah. Uh, so for the experiences I've received on all my jobs, I'm very grateful in that aspect. For the people I've met, L also, especially for the people I've met in my life, uh, I'm very grateful for those things. So, you know. Same. So here's to hopefully going back to the office because I really want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see my friends. I know what you mean. But very soon, you know, we all got to stay safe, wear our masks, get vaccinated. Stop the you know. spread. <laughs> and stop the spread. <laughs> but yeah. So remember, everybody, you. Us. We're, we're all, all crossing. crossing. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.